that's live i'll go there so people can see me hello and welcome to the return of our holiday series off the rails which we haven't done since christmas this is the easter edition uh, on this week's show we'll be discussing figures you didn't think you wanted but got anyway are you pressured or fall into the it crowd um and we discuss some of the uh past and upcoming movies of 2018 all that and much much more coming up after this Daryl Braithwaite for Braithwaite? No, it might be Brian Adams. I don't know. Who sings uh, Runaway Train? Uh, Production at a point. <laughs> Remove. <laughs> uh, hello, this is episode 13, recorded live on April 20th, 2018. Uh, I'm Brad, and joining me tonight, we have Max coming to us from South Australia. Hello, Max. Hello, Brad. How are we? Good, good. Yourself? Not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Perfectly answered. And coming to us from a post-Commonwealth Games capital of Gold Coast. Gold Coast isn't the capital. Uh, Queensland, John. <laughs> Exterminate. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. That is yeah. that is the uh, key word for production for later. But <laughs> No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And, yeah, I'm glad the games are over. Now is when traffic. It gets horrible when everyone comes back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was busy straight away as soon as it finished. <laughs> and as we can see, the Queenslanders are absolutely enthusiastic about hosting the games. <laughs> yes, they had to get people to come in from uh, other other states to uh, attend those said games. Yeah, we're all alcoholics. We don't want to do it. But, John, I knew you, were, I knew you would have been at the uh, female gymnastics. How did that go? Oh, it was great. A lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of good sportsmanship there. You know, it's a really great event. It's it, it's all about the spinning and the twirling. <laughs> oh, and those twirls, yeah, and those spins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Good is off the rails. Family fun, <laughs> exactly. Um, this is off the rails. So we're we're a little bit off formula from our usual show. Um, we do have bot shots to get to a little bit later, and. Uh, a little bit of Transformers talk, but in the meantime, um, I think that the last week or so, I've caught up on a few movies from the end of 2017 and into 18. Uh, checked out for Ragonk or Ragnarok, however your uh, 
local for English <laughs> listeners, Ragnarok. <laughs> However, your local tongue pronounces it. Yeah. I Didn't you like it? Oh, enthusiasm. Yeah. I loved I, it, honestly. I my my problem is you've got this powerful race of the Asgard, and then oh, especially yeah, especially if what we've seen at the end of Guardians Two is just yeah, at the end of this movie, they're all on their ship. Okay, we're going to find a new Asgard's the people and not the planet. Um, and the whole the whole second and third act, like when Thor and that are like, how are we going to beat her? I'm thinking, well, if she's all powerful and getting her power from Asgard, then surely you need to destroy Asgard to stop her from being powerful. Um, I wasn't expecting a fire guy to come back. It was um, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. It was a clever ending. You know, it's you don't expect them to just oh, get the villain earlier in the movie. Yeah, that, that set shot when like Thor, I mean Hulk just starts running up and he's like, "Hulk smash!" I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, if he's really going to ruin this for everyone, like, you know, I was like, waiting. I was waiting. Like, oh, stop! He's like, "Me no smash." <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. waiting for him to smash that head off it and be back to her being powerful again. Get up. It's so tricky for a sec because he does like he gets a couple of really good hits in like he could have beat him <laughs> yeah <laughs> so which, which would be interesting because if it looks like in the start of Infinity War Thanos beats Hulk oh like, yeah well so like I, I'm not quite sure how the power levels work there you know somehow Hulk I mean, can obviously beat this guy he can Thanos, obviously be beat him, but he still wouldn't be hurt. Like, you know, you just guess he beats the stamina out of him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just, like, punches him across the universe. <laughs> well, <laughs> that comes... Yeah, and that brings back to 4 as well. Like, in the whole arena battle, and yes, I do agree that that should not have been in the trails at all. Um, the fact that Thor's wielding Hulk's hammer, like, that, that thing's got to have some mass to it. Yes, he might be a god, but he's not all powerful, all strength. Yeah, I don't, like, don't see how to wield that hammer as well as the Hulk did. The physical prowess of the Asgardians is really inconsistent. Like, because sometimes they're just like regular humans and some of them have powers, and other times they're like all super strong Captain America types. And well, the movies can't really make up their mind. From what we're saying at the end, when they're all sort of evacuating on the bridge, then most of them are just human type. Oh, we're women and children. Get us to the lifeboats. Yeah, I think they have any given powers when they're like put in a you know a spot of power, like a position that needs it, like yeah. if they're military or something. Like, yeah, and it just it just it it's, it's, that it's a shame. Back. Like I love I love seeing almighty, all powerful beings being almighty and all powerful when the Asgards in the four movies have never really been. We see it, and here in sort of. Part three, we sort of see that, that the whole thing's been going on down with an incline since Ford didn't take on the the um the throne in part one. It's like, no, nah, you didn't take on the phones throne, so Odin's been getting weaker, and you just been well. You learn from your mistakes, you know. Well, he destroyed the place. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what's that? What's that? I'm trying to think of the dead guy's name that the. The Kiwi bloke, the alien says, he's like, you know, oh, you're oh, other, you're other something or whatever. I can understand. Like, oh, you're, you're other Doug. Yeah, that's it, other Doug. He's like, <laughs> you know, you'd be, you'd be like Doug. He's like, it's Doug, and then he points the dead dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other it, almost, 
It was almost a bit weird that the director hogged all the best jokes for himself, mm. but like yeah. it was still so funny. Uh, I can understand in Americas and over there where you're not witness or not experiencing New Zealand culture on a daily basis where that could be fun, cute, whatever. That ground so much. I hated that character so much. I thought he was also wow. hilarious, man. Like, no joke. I Like, legit, he was the my favourite character in the entire movie, hands down. No, I knew exactly I knew exactly what the voice actor was, and I was just like, no, it's a rock lord that sounds like a child. It just doesn't make sense. That's what's so good. <laughs> yeah. I found more I found more humour in the fact that he had pieces missing or falling off him, like, oh, there, there goes that one. And stuff like that. And like when he's got his like mate, like at the end, and he's like, "Oh, how's your friend?" He's like, "Oh no, he's dead." <laughs> but I just been carrying him around because I feel really bad. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I think the thing of this movie is that it's not so much, uh, you know, it's not so much a superhero movie as it is a comedy movie. Yeah, well, both, like, I think, but like, yeah, I know it's Thor and doesn't have as big a numbers. Yeah, like but they have it, to take a different approach after the first two are kind of failures. But I like the first, uh, and that's yeah, that's just the the way it's sort of completely one eighty towards the Guardians market is what sort of got me and pissed me off to start with. Um, some jokes hit. I still Chris Hemsworth has some great timing and some great humor in it. Him and Loki are fantastic, even though if if, if Loki keeps on this back flopping. <sighs> All over the place, then. <laughs> Even him and Ruff- him and Ruffalo in some scenes at the start, like you know, when I'm tr- when he's trying to find him clothes or something, and he's like, you know, he's like, why don't I get to be in disguise, man? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, he's yeah. like, you're in disguise. No one knows who you are. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all those out and stuff. I'm like, oh, like I was, I just loved that whole back and forth between the two of them. He's like, he starts getting angry a bit. He's like, okay, okay, calm down. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the tone of it, like the way that the lines are delivered makes it work so often. Yeah. Like the whole thing of Loki turning into a snake story. You know, like that normally wouldn't be funny, but it's the way that Chris Hemsworth delivers it makes it like one of the funniest moments in the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And when they've got the light spaceship, and then he's like, it's all just meant for space orgies. And so he's like, don't touch anything. <laughs> when you get a you get a space spacecraft from Jeff Goldblum, and of course, space yeah. um, that's it, Jeff Goldblum. Like, how can you not like anything that he asked? Uh, no, that, that was he's starting like a comeback now, isn't he? Like, he's in the new Jurassic uh, Park movies as well. I've yeah, always well, loved Goldblum. He started. He started before this in Independence Day Resurgence, but let's not uh, go too deep into that. Um, it's not so, his fault. Movie was shit. Yeah, he was a big part of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Max, did you see Black Panther? I did see Black Panther. I thought it was. Yep. Sorry. Oh, go go. So, I thought it was a. Excellent movie, but an overrated one. John, have you seen Black Panther? No, I just still don't think I can do it. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to before Infinity War because there's going to be clearly vital information that I need. But you, you yeah. have five days. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You have five days or you have Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah no, I'll, right. I'll probably just 
go to the cinemas tonight <laughs> and watch it. It's it's not out anymore, but you it is at the, at my cinemas. It is. Oh wow! I was going to say you might. Yes, you've got like three months. Yeah. yeah, I've got special cinemas that are just for me. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I can't talk about it. So let's going oh, into going into Infinity War. We've had the last trailer come out just this last couple of days. Um, if people don't die, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, I, John, you were saying in the pro show how clearly, yeah, well, clearly Vision must go. Well, that's it. Like, if anyone's to die, you think, okay, someone who's got an infinity ring stapled on their forehead, you know, <laughs> he's, he seems a prime <laughs> candidate because, you know, I'm pretty sure Thanos gets all the infinity stones. I mean, I'm not a huge comic buff. But well, you, pretty- like the freaking figures of him having, like he has all the infinity stones. Yeah, so. Exactly. so there you go. Like, so he has to get all six. So, and it'd be a but cop want- out if he doesn't. Mm, but it's it's been it's been spread across two movies, so I don't I've know heard, if he's going to get them all. I've heard rumors that once the infinity stone gets pulled out of Vision, that he's just going to lie there like like a doll, <laughs> like the body won't die, and like you know what I mean. So once they get the stone back and put it back in it. He just comes back alive again, and it's like that's just crap. Like it sh- he should die. <laughs> like ripped out of his forehead. Like because the, the, the stone made the body. What if what if St- what if Stark puts the Gloria chip in him, so Gloria's controlling him, or Julia, or whatever the whatever his Jarvis is now? No, but it already was. Remember, it was like half Jarvis, half like Infinity Stone. Oh, no, no, it was half Ultron, wasn't it? Half yeah, it was a, I think it was an Ultron bot that he never got a chance. Yeah, it was Ultron, half Ultron and Infinity Stone. Yeah, it was like Ultron... Fuck, no, hold on. It was it the was Ultron, tri- Ultron tried to make it with the Infinity Stone and then four hit it with lightning, and that makes Vision somehow. Yeah, it was going to be a, a more powerful body for Ultron, but he never That's got right. a chance to get to it because they spirited it away. Yeah, and when Thor hit it, it obviously started his heart. Yeah. So Stark Stark could control it, but it wouldn't have the vision personality, you'd believe. I don't think Stark could control a a being made via an infinity stone. (laughs) Well, it'd just be a puppet. It'd be a robot. (laughs) But, yeah, like, that's my gripe. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's almost... There's basically no way that in this movie Thanos doesn't kill half the universe. Like, because he does it in the comics and every trailer has been like, he wants to kill half the universe. So and I'm, I'm he's slowly going to do that. But I just yeah, still have that scared doubt that, that just no one's going to die. The thing is, it won't stick. Like, at least by the end of Avengers 4, it'll be turned back and half the universe will be alive again. Mm. So... What you want to happen is to like have just a few characters die with some sense of permanency. Like Chris Evans' contract expires after the fourth one, so you yeah. know maybe he dies to bring everyone back or something like that. As and in just... um, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, just Captain America. Captain America. Um, yeah, I'm horrible with actors. Yeah, <laughs> there's three of them. Like, yeah. use, use the characters, not the actors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I forget half of bloody MCU was named Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the thing. It's like Winter Soldier will probably die. Yeah, I could see Winter Soldier going, Captain America going because um, 
because but Winter Soldier will die and then he'll oh, not no, he's lucky. Be like Falcon. Falcons always. I think in even the comics, Falcons taken over for Captain America at times and become the yeah, new so one. Yeah, probably probably kill Bucky and have Falcon be. With yeah, Falcon. and he's he's a lot cheaper than Chris Evans, so probably Iron Man to be honest with you. As much as I don't want to see it happen, it probably needs to happen. Yeah, like they probably kill off. I might they might kill off Spider Man for like emotional weight and then bring him back. He's the youngest; they can't kill him off. He's, he's um, got. He's got if years they killed Spider Man, that'd be so good. Like, yeah, that, but that's the way to get at people. They might do a fake like, yeah, you think he dies, but they don't show the body again, and he like springs back in a fight scene, like, aha, look, I'm still alive. <laughs> Yeah, but he's not he's not contracted further in the Marvel. Like the next one, Sony's doing next Spider Man movie, so Yeah, but I'm just saying they couldn't kill off the actual character. It doesn't matter about the actor, you know what I mean? Because they have established that he's young. Yeah. So much potential in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could so. just like not have any more solo movies and just have him show up in a mask in Avengers movies. <laughs> yeah, that's Oh, now they've cast I'm sure there's gonna be a solo trilogy. But that's a different franchise. Uh, the, the second <laughs> one comes out, I think it's next year. Yeah, it's back to back. So, Infinity, um, second Infinity War. Uh, yeah, that and the second Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't like seeing a trailer and seeing hordes. I, again, I haven't seen Black Panther, but clearly, most of this or some of this films taking part in Rwanda. Or Rakonda, whatever. Rakonda, whatever. Yeah, what, is that in Africa? Africa? Okay, yeah, so Africa. it's not like in, on a planet somewhere else. It's not like. Oh, like... Yeah, it's not. It's not in the middle of New York City, so we're not going to see hordes crawling over New York City, destroying that again because New York's New Yorkers are still. Oh, we will. <laughs> yeah, trailers well. of a big fight in New York. Yeah, well, we see Spider-Man when the the big glowing toilet bowl comes down from the sky. So. <sighs> I'm sure we'll talk about apologies for next week's show. <laughs> I wish that I looked a little better. Uh, he still looks like Rick. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, looks like he's going to have uh, some goods. How much do you want for that shield? <laughs> uh, just go and show him some Civil War sidearms. He'll love you. I'm pretty sure the, the crack in the Deadpool 2 trailer where like, oh, Deadpool wow. says, pump the hate breaks, Thanos. Yeah, oh, good. wow. I'm surprised they got away with that. There's that other bloke in the trailer, and I forget his name. He's like, any superpowers? He's like, no. He's like, I just saw the ad. He's like, welcome aboard. <laughs> and next to me, just, yeah, like, just free-falling over the back of a plane. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm so excited for Deadpool 2. Yeah, yeah, like, any doubt is you Dalek. Coat production Dalek. <laughs> production Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> like any doubts that I might have for Infinity War, like I've no doubt that Deadpool Two is going to be insanely good. I don't because all the test screenings have been saying, but it's fantastic. But just watch that last trail. I don't know who any of the characters are. I don't care. It just it's <laughs> fun. The whole since since the beginning, and it hasn't turned up yet, which I'm just pissed off about. But since just since set the first sort of teaser, the Superman teaser in the phone booth. Um, and then that stupid painting, painting with Deadpool, <laughs> little teaser like <laughs> that rough. made me that made me get the pop vinyl of Deadpool in that costume with the frilly hair and the easel and the paint. 
I mean, I yeah, all the marketing for this movie's been just perfectly. Yeah. They've barely given away any sort of plot up until like the final trailer. You know, like the first two trailers would really abstract like Deadpool in a phone booth or Deadpool painting. You know, like they're just doing what they want with it and people seem to enjoy it. Yeah. And but it's all like a breast cancer video as well. Now yeah. it's like a pink suit that you can win. <laughs> yeah, but it's all Deadpool. It's all right. Um, I forgot his fucking name. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, it's all Ryan Reynolds. Like just his his voice acting. Like even before we started the show, I was watching Deadpool's Darth Vader and Deadpool's blah blah blah. Just, just he he. It's him. Mm. It's Ryan it's- Reynolds. Just there's so many He's, jokes. I think what's really good about him is how he can emote through the suit. Like the part where he goes at the end where he goes to that Peter guy, you're in. Like just the way he moves his head and everything, yeah. it's still yeah. convincing. Yeah. Like of what the character's thinking. It's so well done. Yep. And now you got this no powers guy <laughs> diving out of the back of an airplane for parachute. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I've no clue why they included that, but it's just yeah. so good. Because <laughs> it's also that everyone else is getting grilled, like, and they're like, what's your powers? What can you do and stuff? But he's just like, no powers. Just saw the ad. He's like, welcome aboard. <laughs> like, yeah, that's great. Like, you're honest. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no care what the danger could be. I suppose lastly, the other movie I've seen this week was uh, Justice League. Going over to DC. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was just a TV watching on DVD and not being in the cinema, but the Henry Cavill lip sync <laughs> CG, I I was looking for it and I didn't notice it. I, yeah, I, everything about Justice League, like all the bad stuff, I feel like it's overstated. Like, for the certainly. most part, I didn't mind. I just don't care about the world. I, all the, the DC gods, Steppenwolf and all that, okay, it exists. I don't I don't care about it. It's just... Yeah, it's we, you need a better villain than Steppenwolf for starters. Like, yeah. who cares about this guy? He's a third-rate villain from the comics. It's just, yeah, no one cares about him. Yeah, and I just I just didn't find him interesting at all. And, yeah, and he's and also again, got no chemistry. Like, yeah. Because the actor who plays him who's like a guy from Game of Thrones, he said that he was never on set with any of the other actors. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's, no, there's no chemistry there at all. Yeah, no, I get that. It just it's, it sounded like Patrick Stewart a couple of times. I thought it was bloody the poop emoji <laughs> talking. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, I just... I mean, I, I don't think it's that bad, but it did feel really generic. The only the only problem you sort of see with it is just because they've gone straight to that after Batman versus Superman. It's like, yes, okay, we've had Wonder Woman, which I thought was incredibly overrated. I didn't really care for that much at all. And now you're gonna introduce Aquaman, the Flash, and Cyborg as well with um as bad as Wonder Woman was, it was still better than Batman versus Superman and the Superman movie. Uh, like, and I'm not saying it's a good movie, good by default. Off, but it's still better than the Superman and Batman versus Superman. That's my opinion, anyway. 
I mean, like, here's the thing with Wonder Woman and Black Panther is that everyone's talking about how they're the greatest superhero movies of all time, and I'm like, and I, I do think that they're a good the thing the for because I went and watched the movie. You know, like well, it's a good thing to have this diversity on the screen, yeah. but it doesn't make it a good movie. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they, Wonder Woman was by far not the greatest, you know, movie I've ever seen or superhero movie I've ever seen. It was good. It was all right. It was definitely good for a DC movie. I was impressed compared to Batman vs Superman, which took me several attempts to actually get to the end. Yeah, personally, personally, if you want to see a, a chick kitten kicking butt, I'll I'll watch any of the Resident Evil movies over that any day. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll, I'll watch the first two Tomb Raiders with Angelina Jolie over Wonder Woman any day. I just Gal Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, however you want to do it, it's fine. But I just wonder how. I guess Super that does show like the difference. Because I wouldn't watch Resident Evil, the last ones. Like they, I hate them because I'm a oh, huge they got, fan. They got but, bad. Like, yeah, I'm not a fan of Wonder Woman at all. Don't know anything about her. So that's when I watch that movie. I'm like, yeah, it's a decent movie. But see, like Resident Evil 1 and 2 were good, but all the ones after that were just ridiculous. Like, I had nothing to really yeah. do with the games or Umbrella. They just made it stupid in Hollywood. Like, Michael, oh. like it's a very much imagine what how you feel about Michael Bay with the Transformer universe. That's what the Resident Evils were after 1 and 2. And that's that's adapting source material. Like, a, 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 the, the average... There was enough material yeah. to not need to adapt. You could have had heaps of content from the games, like good, well-written stories, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but... but a, you know, isn't it like they make the main character like a side character in the movie or something? Mm, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, just, just just think, too, like any video movies... Jill Valentine most... was never, like, yeah, crazy like that and stuff. No, she was a normal no. human being and, you know, yeah. They did the but, same thing with the um, Halo movie, which everyone forgot came out. It's like they what? just get the main character and make him show up, like, right at the very end. Yeah. Is that Crystal uh, Skull? <laughs> Halo Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a Halo movie? What? I, yeah. what yeah, I know. Everyone talks about, oh, why isn't there a Halo movie? Or the Halo movie had so, or Neil Blomkamp's Halo movie had so many issues. And yeah, like that did happen, and this another one development. But there was this one that came out a couple of years ago called Forward Under Dawn, mm. and it's complete oh. shit. That's why no one remembers it. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix, eh? Yeah, it's it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll bet. What should you get tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a just... it, it, It's the same thing to do with Resident Evil. They just take the main character and put him to the side. Mm, and they just like chop and change the story to just, you know, like see how they want it. Like... But I just wonder if there's an issue with just the, the pure old fashioned fact of trying to make a comic book movie into a real life and, and especially bring it from the 50s or 60s when it was written to today. Um, Everyone hates, oh, Iron Man has to fight another guy in an Iron Man suit. He's Ironmonger. Bloody Wonder Woman has to fight a god. Like, I hated Ares and all that shit for the third act of Wonder Woman. Like, mm. why, why can't you just kick a Nazi in the ass and save Steve Trevor? Like, just because of the PC era. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and now, now, like, even in Black Panther, you've got, oh, well, you've got Iron. Warrior, no, no, whatever. 
I was going to say Maiden. Oh, what? A, yeah, whatever the bad guys like. It's like it's a, it's 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 the name of the guy in the comic, but it's shit because it's from the sixties. Like, adapt the comics. They're already so far different because you're telling a movie across a wide series of comics already. It's like Loki's been one of the better Marvel villains because he's Loki, he has mythology and whatever else. So what's your gripe? That you don't like that they brought in a new villain? Or? No, no, no. Just, just more, more so that they're sort of they're, they're bringing stories in from comics that may be 30 or 40 years old. But they're updating some of the story, but they're not, not updating the characters. Oh, yeah, like the... Massive thing for Ragnarok is that it's really, really referential to um, the old Bill Sin um, uh, Walter Simonson four comics. Yeah, like which is just really, really eighties. I mean, they're they're great and enjoyable, but it's a degree of like to what extent you wanna um, capture that feeling um, as opposed to just making something that works well. Um, in a cinematic format. Yeah, and I'd have to I'd have to go back and watch the trails because I was I was absolutely certain when the trails come out, um, whenever Valkyrie whatever her name was oh, fucking Planet of the Thousand Cities or whatever. No, 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 no. Valkyrie in four. Oh. Four three. Um bloody bit chaser five one two one seven or whatever its name was. Um whenever four said like you're Valkyrie, I was thinking like well, no, Valkyrie's more than just one person, but the trailer's suggesting that she's the one, like Neo. And then once you get to the film, it's like you're one of the Valkyrie, and that makes more sense. It's just marketing turned me off that character straight away because it was saying, well, you're you're this when you're not that. But See, I don't normally like, watch a lot of trailers, and I guess that's one of the reasons why. Yeah, it's oh. Because I've yeah. been let down before when you like watch trailers and you're like, hey, this looks really good. And then legit what you saw in the trailer was that whole scene. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then you don't see anymore. And I'm like, so I try not to watch trailers now. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for Solo, a Star Wars story? No. Good. So uh, you're going to no, go watch. No, I don't watch Star Wars. Who the fuck is this guy? I still haven't seen The Last Jedi. Whatever. You're lucky man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I just, I'm just not into Star Wars anymore. Like, I'm just completely off it. Like, you know. Yeah, I, I do. I'm probably still going to go see Solo just because it does, it looks a bit better, but I, I did get burned a bit by The Last Jedi. So I've, I'm apprehensive. I've, I've heard that it looks horrible, but then again, you know. I, when the first not, couple of trailers asking, came out. Like, not meaning you, but I mean, I haven't asked people, like, you know, but I've only heard from a few that I reckon look really bad. Yeah, it from behind the scenes, it sounds like a nightmare, like all the reshoots and acting coaches and what have you. But then the trailers looked really good, so it's Ron Howard. It's Ron Howard. Some of the best movies ever made were made by Ron Harold. Harold Howard. I was like, choose a name, Brad. Stick with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get there if the time fucking says what the mind says. Mind wants to speak, but yeah, it's just. And that's, that's that's a shame where there's so many issues in the background. With Didn't uh, Harrison Ford say he wasn't going to watch it? He's dead. He uh, doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't exist. Harrison in Star Ford Wars. doesn't care about anything anymore. 
he got his wish and he's dead so he doesn't have to do anything star wars reload ever again <laughs> well i'm just saying even he wouldn't watch it <laughs> he's gonna watch it <laughs> yeah let people ask him are you looking forward to watching this movie he says nah <laughs> <laughs> Um, because yeah he just doesn't care anymore like even yeah. the interviews for, like blade runner and the uh, fourth indiana jones he just doesn't give a shit oh yeah you imagine when that comes out that's enough we, we got a little bit here of uh Ooh. on you on on topic stuff to talk about briefly for tonight bot shots winner we're going to do this now so we don't have two of them do next week because uh we should have mentioned this earlier. Uh, Jason is down in Melbourne preparing for Supernova Melbourne. So we wanted the whole gang to be here for episode 150, which we're going to do next week. So uh, happy 149, guys. But uh, this week, Hotshot's winner is once again Rob Hindleside, who uh, won last week as well with his Grimlock stealing the burger from the uh, Flintstones mobile. This week, uh, objects may appear in mirror, may appear close. Oh, we oh, really stuffed that up. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Got the uh, the Beast Wars Megatron um, vibing the Jurassic Park theme with uh, objects in mirror closer than they appear. So, good job, Rob. Did, did anyone ask him about that Flintstones car? Like, is that a, like the toy from? ages ago or did he make it or what like, it's like a custom to me yeah because it's pretty cool it is it's like actual wood put together yeah that's why i'm not sure like bits of it look like you're right like some of it looks like it could be made but then other bits look like it could be actual toy like yeah i don't recall if any figures come out with the uh 1991 flintstones movie or not so yeah, if he's made it that's pretty cool real cool if uh, someone's not doing anything shortly, they can Google Flintstones movie toys. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, you got two two shots in the uh, April giveaway. So um, good luck, congratulations, and uh, we'll see what happens at the end of the month. Um, all right, um, we post up looking for a question in the group, and uh, Danny sort of posted. Um, that you'd like to hear how much the fandom plays a role in your collecting habits. Uh, I suppose how much either looking at the Facebook group, um, any of the uh, Facebook groups or online online sites, um, if you see a bot, do you just want to get it? Um, yeah. I want to say it plays a massive, massive part. Like, is virtually nothing i don't buy that isn't in to some great extent influenced by what you see on the online groups that's what i was going to ask you you've, you've got pyrakill and talk highly of it um would it be a figure you would have sort of looked towards looked at getting without seeing praise for it before i don't think so like certainly with the knowledge i had of the market and just seeing that figure like i would have bought it anyway but in terms of actually, you know, getting that background knowledge, so, you know, knowing about third-party stuff and what companies are uh, reputable and what to look for in a good figure, like, that is something that you'll, of course, develop over time, but a massive amount of your knowledge in that regard comes from just talking 
and interacting with other people in the community. Mm. Yeah, and, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. I suppose that an extension of this is, um, sort of bots. Bots have brought. Well, I'd buy anything if I like it. Like, I mean, I'll yeah. like run with Max. Like, there's definitely like you definitely see things that you know made an influence of purchase. Like that. You know, but like, I mean, I probably like, like you said, I'd probably end up buying the thing anyway. Like, you know, because if it was something I wanted, I wanted it. Like, I didn't, you know, I already knew of it then before someone said, "Hey, do you know this?" Or someone's told me, "Hey, this bot exists because they know I like that robot," you know, or something. And then I go look at it. But like, I, you know, like I know that people think the seeker molds shit. You know what I mean? And I love it. Like, I love the seekers. Like, you know, and I, I'm not saying it is the best mold, but I wouldn't. I don't care what anyone says like I, I buy stuff for me like purely like I could you know I've got Sailor Moon figures but like so like the fandom doesn't really influence me in any regard but like I have made better like choices because of seeing stuff online for sure yeah and yeah. Uh, a lot of it comes down to not necessarily objective choices but just the hype surrounding stuff yeah, mm. yeah. Like, you look at something like the studio series um you know, maybe those figures are, you know, are as good as we might think they are. You know, maybe they're even better. <laughs> Who knows? But I think a lot of, you know, so much of the excitement for those has just been the hype train. You know, well, like, they are good robots, though. Like, you know, like Blackout, like, I still haven't seen one, but I still legit am going to buy them and want him because I just oh, yeah, like, like Blackout. Massively, like yeah, like, that's not to say I'm not massively excited for him, like, I've got three of them pre-ordered. I'm probably going to buy more, but <laughs> it, it just comes down to like you have to, you know, I'm unsure of how much that is influenced by me making an objective purchasing decision, and how much of that is just influenced by everyone else is excited about this, so I am too. Yeah, but I mean, but once you get the bot, like if you like it, like you know, it doesn't matter would it. If like you go online and everyone on TCA is like, no, nah, they're horrible. The joints are loose. Like it can't transform this or that. Does it matter? If you like it, who cares if it's got kibble on its back or whatnot? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know I have some figures that are bad, like in engineering terms and stuff, but I love it, you know, like, because it's mine. Well, like, just, you know? just <laughs> going, into, going into an example, John, is there is there something, just one figure that you've brought that you wouldn't normally, it wouldn't fit your collection at all, but just going off hype or word of mouth that people have said, this thing's fantastic, you have to buy it. That you've gone out and well, they're, they're, like well, definitely like the Toy World Devastator, like yeah. the yellow one. Like I never, never was interested in Devastator really, especially not the yellow ones. Like you know, I only ever knew of the green one, and when I was little, and then when I got older, and you know, got wiser, found out about all the different color variants. But you know, after seeing it, like and hearing, you know, seeing so many shots and people doing things with it, holding drink bottles and stuff, like <laughs> I was like, yeah, screw it, like you know. And I'd already bought a few combiners before then, which were just as expensive and not as big. So I was like, you know, and I was sort of over them by that stage. But it was one that by far, like, yeah, I definitely bought due to you know seeing how people reacted with it and was talking about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. What about you, what about you, Max? Uh, yeah. But it, it does happen a fair bit. I mean, a lot of the stuff I just buy because I want it, but, you know, some stuff, like, not so much Transformers specifically because I do generally buy a lot of what other people are buying, but... um. Well, what about what about the um the KO Oversize Scorn, for instance? Like, that's 
you, yeah, you, actually, you wouldn't have brought that for your Age of Extinction or the Last Night Dinobot collection. Like that would have been a one-off. Right. Yeah, and that's like sort of a like a chain reaction type thing. Like I would never have considered buying um, the Wei Jiang you know, big movie Nemesis Prime because I just thought it's a KO. Right? But then you hear so many good things about that. So I buy that. And then I think, oh, well, now I can upgrade my score as well because this <laughs> company does great stuff. So it's like, you know, you continue on in that sense. And you get things which don't really fit in anywhere else in your collection. Like I've got, um, you know, the uh, uh, figure of uh, Gypsy Avenger from Pacific Rim Uprising, which I haven't, that's the only figure from that movie I've got, but everyone says this is an amazing piece. So I'm like, yeah, I'll buy that. Uh, side question are they an official license release or is that NECA? Uh, yeah, they're Bandai ones. Oh, uh, Danger expensive, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, this they're like the Gypsy Avengers, like 25 bucks. The Bandai, oh, sh- shit. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, yeah. Okay. And I'm so glad NECA on a side note, I'm glad NECA lost for license because they're an objectively bad company, okay. Yeah, okay. got. They have this sort of rabid fan base, though, where if you criticise them, they'll just dump, jump down your throat. Yeah, like NECA's stuff looks good. That's, on Twitter. NECA's stuff looks good, and that's about as far as it goes. Like, yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying this as an outsider. Like, NECA's, like, the third most collected company in my collection. Like, well, shelves yeah. of them. <clears throat> it's got boxes and boxes of all of the, like, horror movie stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 And I've... Um, there you go. Oh, okay. Um, and sort of going into other things too, like I've picked this guy up during the week, which uh, just bring up. Is he a wrecker? Bring up my screen. Um, Leadfoot from uh, Dark of the Moon. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a, a KO of, I'm guessing it's the deluxe, but just it's got all the Gillette. Um, he's got the Energizer. All the all the marketing material on him, and he's like the armored car when you transform him. Um, it's it's one question when you're going to get to. I we need a little bit more time to get around to organizing our own collections, but just those that collect movie figures, um, what are your definitive character releases for each figure? Um, I now that the movie masterpiece stuff's coming out, that might change a little bit. Um, Max, you you sort of you went and got Perakill. Are you are you a big movie collector after getting that figure? Not really. Like even the movie stuff. You know, I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of the movies themselves or the designs. But a lot of the influencing on my collecting habits has come from people saying, "Oh, all these um, you know third party and knockoff movie figures are really well engineered." And so you get into it from just that sort of perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I still really love the um the Jetfire Black uh, Blackbird to be honest. I still think in all of the Transforming universes that's a great figure. Yeah. And like the only downside is the rubber noses, like because of safety standards. I wish that they were just hard plastic so they didn't like the tips didn't bend, you know, on the engines and the very nose of it. But like that's by far one of my most like I reckon best figures in all of the movies that came out. I Mm-hmm. I always feel like I should go back and get more into Revenge of a Fallen line because it's just some crazy stuff in that. 
Yeah, like there's lots so, that just, are swing and miss, but there's some that are great. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff like the some of the crazy Constructicons they did, and you know, we were just said fuck the budget, let's just make a crazy figure. Yeah. Well, he's hoping for better constructor cons in the studio series. We'll see what happens with that and how much they want to. Uh, I always like that one that didn't have any legs, like once it's like a, in bot mode and it has like the tracks sort of become all dangly and yeah. stuff on it. And it's like there was a red one and a yellow and bone one. Cru- yeah, bone crusher. <laughs> I've been hunting for that red version for so long, but it's like a hundred bucks for a deluxe oh, figure. No. Yeah. There's just no way. I, I yeah. had it. You should have told me I sold it. Like, Carbon sale. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to know how much I sold it for. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, but that sort of gets in the other thing, too, about just being pressured by fandom about collecting figures. Um, I, I think I've made it pretty, pretty well known on the podcast previously uh, whenever someone gets mp36 megatron or mp dot dot dots sunstreaker just my uh, disapproval um <laughs> more more that's just more of a a knee-jerk reaction to people's love of it i don't know why i that's just me well, on the topic of megatron and how it relates to that sort of thing i'm selling mine now because i've heard so many good things about the knockoff which wouldn't exist if not for the, the new version of Megatron. Yeah, and I still love that figure, but like, but I just that's I'm just supporting it, saying that's how good <laughs> why everyone likes it. Like, you know, even these decays are a lot better, I admit, but they still wouldn't be there if they didn't redo Megatron. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and obviously the KOs don't to spend as much money as Megatron. Mm. No, but that's my point. That's why they're better, like, you know, because they still wouldn't exist if Takara didn't reissue it and make that, you know, new figure for them to work off. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, you almost feel a bit guilty for doing it, but I want a better figure. Well, yeah, they should have done it right to start with. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't personally mind myself really at the end of the day because, like, I'm not the corporations and, like, we don't really know, like, if... You know, like supporting KAs would really affect the companies. But, like, if it does and it does end up doing something, like, I am going to laugh at most of the people that always sold all their officials to go buy KOs because, in turn, you, you know, that could be destroying the figures that you love so much. But then that's. I, like I can't big... support that. You know what I mean? That's just. Yeah, I guess the big companies are growing at such a rate that it doesn't really have a much bearing on it. Yeah, it, it won't necessarily affect them. I don't mean in the regards that they're going to go bankrupt, but they could definitely just go, well, we're not going to support it anymore. We're sick of our designs getting stolen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're just going to stop making these figures and then KO companies aren't going to just start putting in all this money to keep making new figures. Well, to that, yeah, I'd, say, to that I'd say put them out there. Hasbro's, put them in Toys R Us Australia so you don't have to import them. John, did you have to get another 12 or 13 or something last week imported? To sell? Oh, uh, the Megatrons? Yeah. Oh, I've gotten over 20 now so far. Yeah. Them out. That's, if, 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 if local retail, if Hasbro Asia, if they were at Toys R Us for $400, people would go and buy them. Yeah, just, right. yeah. Yeah, no, no, I get, I, I get it. I'm not, I'm just I like, you know, like I, I've bought some KOs though as well. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm just saying it just will be funny if like, it does end up actually affecting things in years to come. Like, you know, yeah. we it's don't been, really know. 
it's been like the the Hasbro Seekers, the Coneheads, all being Takara exclusives through the Takara Toy Shop. It's like, well, you're making them hard to get to. Of course, if a KO version comes out for a hundred dollars, people are going to go and buy it. Oh yeah, like don't these companies make stupid, stupid decisions? Yeah, That's no question. Like, you know, even um, on a subject there was Marvel movies we were talking about earlier. You know. Bandai says, oh, what Black Panther made like a billion dollars or so. All right, let's make our new figure arts version harder to get than any of our other Marvel figures. Yeah, but I mean, then- don't, like, I don't know, don't get me wrong. I, I, things should be limited in a collector's world. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole point, like, of collecting collector's items. They're not mass produced and just churned out so every single person can get them. They should be available for those that want to collect them and without being a high price point. Like, those, they should they, make they, they will sell. Like, on the rare occasions that Hasbro actually does sell their collector oriented stuff for any of their franchises, you know, to you know, our Australian big box retailers, they go out like that. Like, you, you see people going in and clearing the entire stock of studio series as soon as it hits shelves. You know, regardless of waiting for a sale or anything like that, because people want these high quality. Yeah, but that's exactly. and once again, that's like an American company and an American motivation. But like SH Figarts is Japanese. You got to think like Japanese didn't even want to, you know, let any of their culture outside of Japan, like anything, like martial arts, all sorts of things. Like so, their toys. That's why they still make them limited. Like you know what I mean? Because they know that the Japanese are smart enough to pre-order them and get onto it straight away. That's like, you know, I think that is what, like, their small little screw you to the sort of rest of the world. That's why they make things like that, like the new Black Panther and make it a limited edition, hard to get and web exclusive because they don't want the rest of the world to have one. Uh, they really don't. Like, and I'm not trying to be mean. No, we got, we got the Dalek. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's, that. yeah, and that's, that's completely understandable, but you only got to look at MP10 or whatever. Yeah, how many times Takara, does that come in? Yeah, Takara, like, are doing MP711 and Shattered... Oh, did Takara do Shattered Glass or was that only Hasbro? It was, like, a co-distribution thing. I yeah. Think, like, like, the movie Masterpiece ones. Yeah, like, they're not they're not ashamed to reissue and redo stuff. You mm. only go look at Shockwave, uh, Ironhide, all got reissued within... 12 months of the initial release coming out. Like the yeah, end of the day, they're multi billion dollar companies. Like, the, what they're concerned about is making money. Yeah. First I don't, I don't see, I don't priority. see how the concern in making money ends with, oh, we're going to, we're going to release the Seekers, the Conehead Seekers at our exclusive shop and we're going to put $300 on it and that's it. Or 200, I think it was $200 at the time. And go, because um. that—that's my point. Is it because they don't care about everyone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. they, they make enough money for, through other ventures that they don't. You know, the things that they truly care about and take their pride because it came from their country. Yeah. Or you know, like things like Transformers, which did come from their country. They don't care that everyone else gets them, and they want just them to have that small amount. That's why they do it on the Takara web so online. You know, like, and that's. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be stupid or hurtful. Like, I like that they do that. Like, I think in a collector's world, I still want companies to do things like this because that's what makes the figures more sought after. That's why there is so many KO companies making these KOs and other people rushing out and buying them. Oh, these are even better than the the licensed stuff. So what? It's KO. 
tell me that in 10 years, see how much it's worth. Oh, this has got better joints. I don't care. It's KO. It's worth nothing. But that, It'll all go that, down in price and all the license stuff will still go up and up because these companies still exist. Yeah, but, yeah, know, yeah like, the KOs have been going for a few years now and I haven't yeah. really seen price <laughs> mm, like there's definitely been like price you know reflects like not so much in everything like there has been other companies that have gone under like yamato and stuff with robotech like some of the valkyrie other companies that have died because of ko's that just you know made them cheaper and they stopped and physically said we're not doing it anymore like, and that's, oh, okay. that's 100 percent happened yeah oh, shit. but that, that sort of goes back to the ko of megatron again like you said like they only care about releasing X amount of figures. When you've got such a large marketplace that want a masterpiece Megatron that isn't the MP05, mm. sorry, MP5, it's like, oh, we can't. Well, they're on. They're only on eBay now because the second release is done and no one's selling them. Or four, five hundred dollars. Well, I can get this. KO version of it for 120. Or yeah, the, it's going for. Yeah, eBay market's stupid though. Like if they were still well, retail, yeah, I reckon yeah. people would still buy them if they could get. Because I know too. I know people that I'm still sending them to, so they're still buying them for. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you can go to Big Bay Toy Store or what. You you you're making up for the lack of the Australian dollar, but you're going to do that with any international buying as it is. So. Like, I, I agree that the chaos would be even better. That's my point. That's why I think, like, I'm just surprised that you get so upset that there's so much love for the for the new Megatron, like, because I think it's a great feat of engineering. Oh, figure. So, no, like, those, yeah. those new KOs would be even better, like, honestly. Like, you know, from what I've seen, some of them look really good, like, you know. No, to, to clarify, I'm not... I'm not saying I'm not saying the KOs are better or should be better. I'm just saying the fact that people can get that mould... Mm. For a fraction of the cost, because that mold's not available at a price people think it's worth, and it's it's a higher price figure to start with. My my <laughs> listeners would go back a few a few episodes to hear my uh, <laughs> indiscretions with it. It's just it just I have I had the MP5, I had a Polyon, and they're they're perfect. They're, they're fine Megatrons. I just don't see the need to buy. Come on, MP5 was definitely not a fine Megatron. Like it was a good. It was. It's a gun mode it, Megatron. It's, it's, it's a good looking gun. Megatron. I know. Ten years ago, it probably would have been a fine Megatron. Even then, I, I feel it was pretty bad. Sitting next, standing next to Optimus Prime MP1, and then you get MP5 and standing like it's like what happened? Well, it was yeah. It was built. It was built for MP5, but not done. Well, we know the history. We know the designers were locked in a mm. hotel for twelve days to design and all that. But yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. That, that aside, like it's it's a thing of its times. That MP5 with the third party sniper kit, that thing is the perfect gun mode Megatron to have displayed. Yeah, but if you get every MP, like every single one, like one to the current, like forty, and we had them all out in display, do you not honestly agree that? five just looks out of the out oh. from all of them like out of all of them you'd see them standing there and you'd be like that looks good you'd go one two three go through and go that looks all right that looks all right you get to five and you'd be like what the fuck like especially yeah. looking at six and seven and afterwards like it just it looks different from everything else like and, was, oh. and again that's just that just goes that just comes down to what happened behind the scenes with <laughs> how it was made like apart from apart from mp magnus like yeah it's the worst um masterpieces have been made i have no 
disagreement. But in gun mode, with the yeah, third-party like, add-on sniper kit, that thing is the best MP like, mega, MP-scaled Megatron gun mode that you'll ever get. Hmm. Yeah, I wish I could get. I wish I had that third-party add-on kit. It's yeah, it's stupid. It's it's worth more than the figure. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I saw at the trade day ages ago, like the figure and the add-on kit, like a hundred bucks total. Damn, because yeah, like. Not I'd really like to get that and then put it in the glass case on the wall, you know, and just yeah. have yeah, a breaking case of Optimus Prime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic for that. Um, you just look blown away there. <laughs> I thought of that. Just as a display piece in and of itself, because mm. Megatron is, um, he's got a, such an iconic alt mode. Yeah, like you put that in your lounge room, you don't even need another transformer there. No. Yeah, this great big replica gun with a you know giant purple Decepticon ECB on the side. Mm. Yeah, and we're we're about to get into giant big replica guns. Um, but it's just it's just it goes back to that thing of not having to have all your collection in bot mode. Like you might yeah you might have MP thirty six, and that's in your eyes might be the perfect Megatron to display with the MP ten. But just to have that that MPO MP five like just on display in a glass case or whatever in sniper mode, like that's that's well, the I perfect. Have MP5 and I kept it in gun. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I love it. Like I do support. <laughs> yeah. Like like I like like I I want to still get the gold one because you can get it real cheap now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like hundred and fifty bucks or something. Like, yeah. And that's and that's sort of one of those things like going to one new story that we probably won't talk about in the regular show. Um who are they? They are M Deck Iron Blaster. Uh M Deck, yeah. They're um looking at doing a third a third party Optimus Prime G one blaster. Human size G one blaster. Yep. You, you can buy yeah, it, use it for your cosplay. <laughs> I've got one getting made up by Nick, local member. Um, it doesn't light up like this one does. So it's just, yeah. There's been a few, um, a few people, a few fans doing uh, kits for the G1 Prime Blaster. And this and seems to be the most fully featured one so far. Yeah, I hate stole the design and then <laughs> <laughs> added in the LEDs, and that was like, yeah, see, that's. Good I'd hate to know. I'd hate to know what it costs. <laughs> what it's going to cost? But um, oh, probably like five hundred bucks or something. Like, take yeah. note of all the all these clear pieces that are on this on this. Yeah, gun. I was thinking four or five, but I might hope that it'd be cheaper. Until we get to that. <laughs> That's like sort of something that we haven't really seen before as well. You know, mm. prop replicas, even um, for, like, because you get all those official ones, but there's tons of third-party stuff as well. Like, I was looking at um, prop replicas for, like, stuff from Halo and Overwatch the other day, and it's just tons of it. Like, they'll make absolutely everything, and which is... Which makes this surprising to me because Transformers has really defined third-party um, toy manufacturing for the most part, and yet prop replicas are basically untouched. Hmm. Uh, it just go. It just games go. The again goes to what sort of 
I've proofed into or whatever else I've got, Nick in the group that's making me a prime gun like this just so I can have one for the cosplay. But sort of the, those other things that you want to collect because of word of mouth or just you want something like this in your collection, like no no one's no one's going to have a spot in their G1 collection for a human-sized G1 prime blaster. But if that was available at a decent price, I'm sure the vast majority of G1 collectors would want that <laughs> and would try and find a spot for that in their uh, in their G1 collection. Um, and again, like there's been there's been a few people before that try to do 3D printed kits and stuff like that. Um, I've seen a couple in the states where you're looking at about three hundred dollars to get the pieces shipped. And then you assemble and paint yourself, and go from there. But that's just—it's just one of those things, one of those uh, rarities that um, a lot of fans, I feel, would want in their collection. Yeah, it, it is such an iconic thing that's sort of been passed over by manufacturers for the most part. Yeah, and we we talked in the pre-show too about just the fact that if you want like a a, a, a Transformers prop. At the moment, you can go on eBay. You can buy any size. They've got them at all different sizes. The uh, Revenge of the Fallen Matrix of Leadership, <laughs> air quotes, because uh, a lot of fans do not see that as the Matrix itself uh, or at all, or um, or the Cube from the first movie. Apart from that, Transformers movie props pretty much don't exist. This, this could this could fill that fill that market quite nicely, and I think a lot of people would be happy with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it it's helped by the fact that it just looks like a really professionally made piece. What I need to do is the energy axe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, can you imagine like if you just sort of just a big clear acrylic energy and, and, and you you know. Like put your arm up inside of it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you yeah. just have the handle like that, like in a ball around it sort of thing, like, and then it'd just be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Definitely, I think that's something to, you know, depending on price, to keep peeled on. Yeah, it's certainly a, you know, more unique piece. That'd be, um, you'd stand out amongst the rest of your collection. Down, booba, down. <laughs> Bad booba. <laughs> I suppose the last thing to here is, um, would you be happy doing your collecting without groups, without Facebook, without the uh, fandoms, um, events and conventions? Do you, I suppose this would be more of a, could you imagine yourself before uh, where you are now if you're trying to collect 10, 15, 20 years ago without social media, internet, all that, would you be able to collect as well as you do now? Like, ah, like that's absolutely. mainly retail. Like, if, if you're looking at something that wasn't retail, um, you'd be screwed. Like, <laughs> it's a, You take that to its extreme, and that means that all you know about is the stuff that you see on the store shelves. Yeah. Right, because, like, when I first got into collecting, it was, like, when I read the IDW comics and looked up... Oh, is there like you know a figure of this? You know, because I'd always thought the Transformers figures looked kind of cool, and and then you see on these you know fan communities, oh hey, you can buy a figure of that cool Megatron design. Mm. You know, so it's and then from there it just spirals out of control, um, and it goes 
in conjunction with, you know, um, getting more involved in the community and, you know, learning stuff through that avenue. That's it. Yeah. Like it's, it's tough. Like when you say like, you know, how you collect 10 years ago or something, cause that's it. Like Facebook shapes the world these days. Like, and that's, you know, like even, you know, cause I, I, I only use Facebook for my collecting. Like, you know, I, I legit did not use it beforehand. I didn't use it as a social media platform or to find friends or to keep in touch with them. I specifically got it to join TCCA originally. Like, I didn't use my account before then. Mate told me about your club and was like, oh, you know, there's a lot of people on there that sell Transformers. You should look on there to buy some because that's when I had some money to, you know, buy. And that's, you know, since then. Now, that's why I use Facebook, like, with groups because even HLJ and Amy, Amy, like, Amy, Amy, they post on Facebook. So if yeah. you like them, you know, like instead of having to go through emails or something, I can just go on Facebook and it'll show up on my feed, you know, like sale, like monthly sale or, you know, spring blossom festival sale or this figures on, you know, one day sale and stuff like that. So, you know, I'd still definitely be collecting if I went off Facebook tomorrow, but it, it would, yeah, I'd have to then go onto the websites and actually check the sites where if I just keep Facebook, it's easier. It's easier for me to collect. But, yeah, I, you know, and, but I'm not doing it because of the people online. Like I just share with it because they like it as well. Like you know, Max collects some things that you know he's in. We're in the Japanese group. I was talking to him before about Kill I Kill, like the anime, yeah. and I'm, like, there's Figma figures of them. Like, you know, and that's why I watch the show because I've seen the figures. The figures come out, and I was like, you know, I'll give that one a go. Mm. And it's really, and it's quite good. But I yeah, still you you forget that like the figures can be the avenue to that stuff as well. Mm, yeah, it can, it can work the other way around. Like, you know, you can see a figure and go, Shit, that, that looks like something I'd like, you know, I'm going to look into that. And, like, yeah, I'm really glad I did. It was, like, a great anime. Like, really, you know, without saying anything, it's very out there and random and fucking fun and violent. Like, had everything. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's sort of where you got to break up internet versus social media. Like, you might, even on, or even on social media, you might follow TFW um Sabertron or whatever else where you are just looking for news, new exactly. releases, and then video social media shit in between. Yeah, video video galleries of new bots coming out. As long as you stay out of the comments, you're you are you are fine. But then, that's all I do. I just log onto my phone and like yeah, if I've got twenty notifications, it's if my name's mentioned, I'll actually read that. But if it's like, you know, Brad's posted in TCCA, I'll quickly pull it up to see. And if you're just talking about something that's not that important you know what i mean i just straight away go to the next notification yeah, yeah like, exactly check, you're like check out these new bots coming out i'll be like hang on yeah have a look at this like, yeah you know, like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, exactly and that's that's the thing like you look and oh boy we got one thing that's not mentioned tonight is um like studio series bone crusher and optimus and like bone crusher and else like stuff like that and like oh yeah i'll wait until TFW show photos of the actual figure. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I wouldn't know about that. Yeah, and that might be that might be your source of news, and that's that, that's fine. Because um, that way you don't have to worry about someone posting that to a group, and then eh, movie toys. It's, it's funny yeah. how limited people are. Like you know, yeah. in that regard, like in their horizon, like it's not figure related, but even anime related. Like the other day, someone was online you know going oh when's this season of this show going to come out the second season and someone straight away commented like 
that's right, I forget that people don't watch anime outside of Netflix. They're like, you know, season two's been out for months, buddy. Like, you know, like, and that's it. And it's like, you know, this dude's sitting there going, fuck, my, when's it coming out, man? Bring out more. And it's like, that's that's a good example of figures, you know what I mean? Like, figures come out, but they, like, Facebook shapes the world now. And, like, it gets shown on there. Like, that's why they advertise on there. Like, they advertise on their website. But outside of that, they share it on social media. But yeah, when it comes yeah. to figures, it's so dependent on what sort of um, channels you go through to look at news. Like, mm. because I'll be at a meetup or a, hosting a table at a convention or something, and I'll you know see a local guy who you know you who you know to be you know on top of all, I'm really into the hobby, and then they'll see some figure that you won't and be like, what the hell is this? I've never seen this before. Mm. Because actually knowing about this stuff. Um, compared to, you know, just collecting it, has different priorities for different people. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And that, that's, one of, that's one of those things, too, going, going at where you sort of look for sources. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll look at Netflix. Um, Arrow, for example, like, like season four released six or seven months ago. I know I know for a fact that where they're at to at the moment, like season five's done, they're just filming season six now mm. i won't see season five again until christmas this year probably before yeah. when, when it's released on netflix yeah, that's, exactly that's fine i'm, I'm not going to go hunt it when it comes out it comes out but, but you know of this and that's fine that's not the point i was trying to make but like this yeah. person's under the assumption that it doesn't even exist yet you know what i mean because they're not even oh, going yeah. on the internet and sort of typing when's this coming out they just straight away get on a post when they see it on facebook of a picture and go Fuck! I wish season two was out, and everyone just grills them all of a sudden. Like, yeah, dude, like it's been out for ages. Or you know, Netflix isn't where all anime exists. But you know. oh, yeah. All right, we've we've hit that pretty much nail on the head. Has anyone got any bots to talk about? Um, Jason was saying that I should do an unboxing of ENC Drift, but I'm not sure if time affords for that tonight. Yeah, I was gonna say we should know. We might know. I got a cool, fancy, clear Gundam. That looks that, like the one in Pacific Rim uprising. Yeah, well, that just means that they stole that, just like they steal everything <laughs> else. No, they just they just put a Gundam in the movie because it's Japanese Gundam. Oh yeah, I forgot that they, there was literally a Gundam in the movie. Yeah. What in Pacific Rim? Yep. Yeah, uprising. Never statue of a Gundam. In, when they go to Japan. Do you want, do you want a spoiler? Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to watch Spoiler it. warning for Pacific Rim 2. Don't go and see it. Um, yeah, that's the spoiler. Don't go see it. <laughs> Gypsy, Gypsy Avenger crashes and the guy falls out and then looks up and sees the uh, sees a prototype for a... Not mech, what do you call it? Gundam. 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 Robot no. there and like, oh, yeah, this could be fun. And jumps up in it and runs off and takes on the kaiju. Oh. That's not true, but still, yeah. it could have been, it would, it would have been fun. It would have there been is fun. a Gundam, uh, there is a Gundam in um, Ready Player One. Yeah, of because course that there movie is. is the cheapest form of entertainment imaginable. <laughs> well, it was a book, you know. I know. <laughs> just, just you know, before you just think it's just was made for a movie. It was a book, and in the book, there's a and lot of better stuff, like like Neon terrible. Genesis Evangelion was in there in, in the book. Did you know that? No, it, it that movie has plenty of things I really like in it. You know, I saw a trailer and they've got a whole bunch of Halo characters running across the screen. I'm like, I oh, don't get me wrong, the movie's, the movie's not that good. I've seen it. 
but I was yeah. just finishing the gun. Where was the Hasbro money? Where was the Hasbro money? Apparently Nitro Zeus was in it. I did okay. hear that Nitro Zeus and Zeus? Nitro Zeus and Megatron from The Last Night were in it. <laughs> I'll have to watch again. I don't want I would not recommend watching again to try and find it. But um I'm sure there's a YouTube video. Wait until the DVD comes out. There'll be a YouTube video showing off every every call out in it and it'll probably go for about five and five or six hours so yeah i'd kind of be interested just to like watch those little scenes just to see did they do how any, they portray those characters on the they, screen did they improve the synchronization in in number two or are they still bloody dancing on treadmills oh you don't want to know Okay. At least, at least people try to give me crap because Neon Genesis they have to synchronize, but never do they have to dance about or do anything. They just get in a suit, get in a cockpit, and they're synchronized with the robot. You know, and everyone's like, "Oh, but you like you you say that, but there's an entire episode dedicated to dancing." (laughs) Mm, Yeah, like (laughs) one one episode with one little dude, like you know, that they had to fight. Like, and that wasn't that, that wasn't necessarily about. Their synchronization with each other to get the robot to work, it was for them to be oh, able I'm to just taking the yeah. yeah, no, but you know what I mean? That oh. still did have yeah, yeah. It's, theories behind it. meaning like, behind it. I just don't like, like, I like the robots in Pacific Rim. I just don't like, yeah, like, I'd never pilot one. Yeah. I'd say, no, well, let them die. I'm not doing that with another dude. It's like, it, yeah, like, I didn't want to pilot an F 14 when I found out they were two pilots. Two <laughs> Well, one's a navigator, but that that's just, just a problem where. Um, it's more like Power Rangers. Like in the first one, when they get in the Jaegers, they got to strap their feet into harnesses. So when they walk, they're walking the robot. Yeah, like you've got a foot each. Like how stupid yeah. is that? Well, <laughs> Why no, does one of them pass out? No, they've both got two foot. Anyway, oh, um, in Pacific Rising, like there's a... And this again, just why are these robots being built past the Mark V we've seen in the first one? Where one's now a super elite, agile ninja fembot, and the characters, <laughs> their feet are just on a glass plate, and they can sit there and they can kick and do scissor uh, kicks in the air or whatever. And that I swear that, that thing does a backflip. Yeah, <laughs> instantly, they instantly translate into the robot doing that move as well. It's like there's nothing. Your feet aren't connected to anything. There's nothing to say. Your foot is going to make the robot foot do that. Yeah. 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 Oh, that that movie I still did enjoy it just because it it just didn't care that much. It was just like, yeah, let's just make it fun. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to call it especially good, good, but I enjoyed the action. Like, you know, what I mean? also I enjoy the action. Yeah. Speaking of Evangelion, they re- it's basically got the plot of Evangelion. Yeah, I saw you say that. That definitely doesn't make me want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you didn't, even though I love Evangelion, but yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know. Well, it's just so many things, like because yeah, apparently know. he hadn't watched Evangelion before he made the first one, but then he's gone out and watched them since then, and like, then there's a lot of things that in two that take from yeah, Evangelion. Oh, yeah, like half a bloody movie is just straight out of it. It's Boyana. ridiculous. John, John Boyega was in number one, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, Transformers, <laughs> quickly. Um, yeah, 
hot hot toys, hot soldiers, Bumblebee. Oh, cool. Oh, he's breaking now. Yeah, he's gone. Um, and, the and they're Ratchet as well. Um, two new figures to talk about. Oh, yeah, he fell there. He's on my seat. Yeah, that's really um, good. Yeah. Again, of course, they're not masterpiece engineered or scaled. They're Legends figures. Bumblebee was about 25 bucks, and he was yeah, about the same. So, um, yeah, they're uh, they're quite I'm fine. Sure figures. It's a good price. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. So Bumblebee's head just comes straight out of the, the boot, does it? Ah, uh, yeah. That just, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. Like, that's nice and easy. Until I do this. <laughs> it's a Legends, I guess. Yeah, that's that's horrible. But uh, yeah, again, it's legends. Like even the the back of the the feet. It's just it's like masterpiece. Yeah. Masterpiece. Holy <laughs> moly! <laughs> and Ratchet's the same, but that just gets too out of the way before the big reveal next week. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah. That just just two two more two more figures for the uh, for the legends scale figures. Um, yeah, it's stuff just seems to be so consistently solid. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got a lot more I'm gonna talk about next week. <laughs> <laughs> um getting this quickly into PC business, the April giveaway is on now. We've got the Shadow Glass Optimus Prime, Perakil, as we mentioned earlier. Um the twin twist and top spin Takara figures and a hell of a lot more. So check out the Facebook group, check out the website, transformcca.com. For uh, all the uh, prizes of Alban, the giveaway five dollars gets you a ticket, and uh, congratulate. Oh, good luck with that. Also, this weekend, I don't think we mentioned it, but the reason Jason is not here, Melbourne Supernova is this weekend. Those listening or watching on YouTube will uh, possibly get this. Those listening will not head down. I think we're one, two, eight in the uh, fan club section of Supernova. So. Head down, Simon and Chris and Jason have been there late until tonight. I haven't checked Facebook. I hope they're finished by now, but they've been down there busy this afternoon setting up the table for uh, Melbourne Nova. So if you are attending Melbourne Nova, be sure to call past the Transformers Collective Club Australia table. Is it actually tomorrow? It's this weekend, yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. We'll save. We'll save Dalek. You'll save Dalek. You'll be fine until the end. <laughs> uh, I mean, so I think um, we did have the Adelaide meetup. Oh yes, uh, yeah. Please, SA members uh, last weekend. So I believe it's the first time we've got one going, um, and it was fantastic. Uh, thank you to everyone that came along. Uh, we were able to host it at Greenlight Comics in the. CBD, um, we, they were fantastic. They said, you know, hey, you guys want to play music over loudspeakers or you want to do anything like that, just let us know. You know, really accommodating guys. Um, you know, it was just a you know, great atmosphere. Everyone just got together, brought some figures along, um, just had um, some stuff to eat and drink and just chatted. It was really chill afternoon. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. And like, we can organise these events and meetups, but we really need um, fans to attend. So it's great, great to hear. We've got a few people down there to uh, attend an event. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a lot of the time it is a bit hit and miss because sometimes people don't necessarily say if they're coming or not. 
and then people might pull out or something. But at the end of the day, we just go with it mm. um, because even a few people is good enough and we didn't even have to worry about that because we had about eight people or so um, coming along to this one. So it was yeah. a really nice turnout. Yeah, and that's that's one of the problems when you're trying to organise any event. Is this is this weekend fine? Is that weekend fine? No, I'm not good for this weekend. Can you do next weekend? And that's just a matter of sort of working it out and say, well, well this is the best weekend for everyone. Yeah, I think yeah. initially I tried to sort it out so it was on a day when absolutely everyone could come and it just wasn't happening. So it just yeah. went for something that seemed... You, doable for most people and then next time we'll change it up a bit so that we can hopefully get a bit more people coming along yeah that's it that's it and that's that's what we asked for so um yep fantastic so uh yes thank you for listening um watching along those online we this is the uh record for the transformers collectors club australia uh podcast the produced episode goes up at transformersweekly.podbean.com each week, so you can head over there. You'll see the show notes and uh, see what we're talking about, even though this is off the shelf, off the rails. So there's no run sheet. Head over to iTunes. You can subscribe to Off the Shelf. No, not Off the Shelf. That's old. Uh, off the Rails or Transformers Weekly. That's it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Next week, episode 150. Uh, we get some fireworks. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, didn't that happen? Bring your earplugs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, John. Am I still a Dalek? Yeah, you are still a Dalek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Exterminate. <laughs> Doesn't even have to try. It's great. There goes the Doctor Who fans. Max, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you, Brett. All right, we'll be back next week for 150 with Jason and Mikey. I think John said something. Exterminate episode. (laughs) Oh, it's not just with that. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. Catch you later.